1: hola everybody and welcome to for the love of Grab podcast the reason i started off in spanish is this room is roasting again tonight whatever the hell is up with it i don't know i maintain that there's a direct passage to the center of the earth right underneath my podcasting boudoir or something because it's not really warm outside but this place is boiling tonight whatever it is anyway shouldn't be complaining free heat is good heat patty how are you getting on
0: I'm good. I reckon you're just hot under the collar with all this villain news that's happening today.
1: Oh, I don't know. I, well, those jerseys, anyway. That's all <laughs> I'd say. If I was Emmy Martinez, I'd be handing in a transfer request. There's no way I could wear those next year if they are true. <laughs> not at <wolf>. all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves with those. How many times have you seen shirts on pallets without we well, truly Years, Petty? Well, I don't know it's whether not, I've
0: I've it's short. not real. Right. Well, look, somebody has gone to the trouble of making these up. You know, there's, there's an awful lot of work goes into doing something like that. It's an actual short. you got a picture of. So mm. we'll see. Yeah.
1: No, I've I no reason to believe that they're not, they're not the some sort of a concept or whatever. But uh, I suppose underwhelmed. I suppose if it is, I'll still buy them like a dope that I am because I do every year. But I'm supposed to be a bit underwhelmed. You know, um, there's so much. There's so much you can do with claret and blue. Like there, there really is. And I know we hamstring ourselves, but I and claret sleeves or claret, sorry, claret body blue sleeves, and that's fine too. But you can still do loads with that too to spruce it up, or at least make it look somewhere sexy. But then again, you never know. Maybe when they're on somebody, they might look a small bit better. But um, I'm willing to give Castoria all the chances in the world. Um, as I say, uh, because they are. Uh, look, I know that. They've kind of rocketed through out and over, and they're pretty big in the tennis world, if I'm not mistaken. So you mm. all a chance in the world and see what they what they come up with. And these may or may not be the 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 real McQuaid. Uh,
0: yeah. Am I correct in saying that
1: they're part owned by Andy
0: Murray? Would that be right?
1: I think they are. Yeah. yeah um. Mm. I, I I meant to Google them before we came on, but um. Sure. Why wait till we come on? <laughs> No, I normally just google on the fly anyway. My dog seems to, seems to agree with your Paddy. I don't know if anyone could hear there. He's uh Look no, the, the uh, only thing I will say
0: while, while you're googling there, the only thing I will say is him, they, look, brothers. they look very safe. And let's face it, every time a new supplier comes in, they put in something safe apart from apart from Luke who who made absolute bangers in his one year there. Yeah. So but the, these ones, they look safe. The colors are bland. The tour strip is just another abomination of something else that we've seen a million times before. And uh, look, don't you know, we'll still bloody buy them, and we are still wear them, and we still buy loads of them with Coutinho on the back of them. So what can you do? What a segue, Patty. You're getting more and more hey. professional
1: by the podcast. You're getting more and more <laughs> professional by the podcast because, yeah, we, like, Patty. we've been always pretty confident of Coutinho signing for Aston Villa. And it seems to be getting more and more of an actuality tonight. And I know that I heard something maybe last Thursday that it was a- mm-hmm. motoring along nicely, potentially as long as he didn't get injured between now and the City game, that it would be more or less uh, on the dotted line stuff. And tonight yeah. it looks like there are even get messages in here saying... Um, the, or the, uh, my my good old mate Fabrizio Romano has uh, has the story as well today that Coutinho looks like he's signing for Aston Villa for the money that's been bandied about, and it was or, or Monday or whatever it's called, I can't remember how to pronounce it, like they're talking about 15 million Paddy, that's like, well, that's robbery my, stuff like
0: My theory and what's happening here is he hasn't exactly set the world up, no, no, don't get me wrong he's had some amazing games, he has some amazing moments, yeah he hasn't been consistent, consistent, but I I reckon Barcelona have kind of had a bit of a panic here, and that's why this is coming out to try and push things along a little bit, and maybe they have dropped their price in order to get this over the line. Because if he hasn't set the world on fire here, who exactly is going to come in and buy him?
1: Well, uh, there was there was, and I saw what somebody was tweeting there a moment ago I was messaging um there. Uh, I can't remember where it was, it was saying uh, the Arsenal rumours I never really fully believed the Arsenal rumours it oh, could have been true, like don't get me wrong like why wouldn't Arsenal be in for him, I think he'd be perfect there it is, yeah I can't remember why Wouldn't why wouldn't they be in for him, but I just think that you know when you're in the incumbency like Aston Villa at the moment and when you have the ties to, to Steven Gerrard like Aston Villa do at yeah. the moment it would take something pretty brinkstruck and borderline tapping up illegal Cause, 'Cause to be honest with you, to kinda getting to get from what we've all been led to believe is that like Villa had first denial on him essentially, right? Of first refusal on him. And it was of for three million.
0: Yeah. Well, that could have been wrong as well from the start. We just yeah, we just don't know. Been, yeah. But we do we do have force dibs. So if Coutinho wants to stay and we match their asking Bryce, he's ours. That that's the way I I, I read the situation. And I truly believe that when we get to the Man City game, once that game is over and, and Philip Coutinho is still in a standing upright position and not have got any bad injuries, then the button will be pressed and the money will be transferred to Barcelona. But I think these rumours are coming out today, led by Barcelona, because they are afraid of their lives that they're going to have him on the wage bill next season.
1: Yeah, and I think this is a kind of a... Yeah, and a lot of people are saying their supermarkets and the lower fees to counteract his high wages. And, and you know what? That's that's an amazingly positive thing. That just goes to show Aston Villa, like, if it's all true, and, you know, ifs and buts are candy and nuts, like, you know, um, if it's all true, that goes to show some serious bargaining power and some serious hardball negotiation from Aston Villa. Because, like, if we're to believe what's coming out now about the price, and we're also to believe the 33 million that was agreed. And um, I, I literally, like, you know when you go on eBay and you can bid and there's a buy now button and you can take all the messing out of bidding and just click the <laughs> the, 30, the 33 million obviously now looks like it was a buy now and take your chances. But now as, he's, as we've gone through the year with him, uh, it could be significantly lower. And as I always say, guys, and I've put it up on Twitter and I, I've said it a couple of times before, it's not to denigrate Alex Iwobi, but Alex Iwobi was sold for £28 million. Pounds. £28 million. Pounds and... Now, we potentially could be buying Phil Coutinho for as low as £12.8 million, pounds, which translates to €15 million. Euros. Like, mm. can can anyone get their head around that? Can anybody <laughs> get their head around that and, and, and transfer fees in general? Yes, Paul, I agree. Bubakar Camaro would be just great as well. What, great. The, reason, the,
0: reason I, the reason I put this up here is was to let you link into the Check the Courier one who you've been banging the drum about for years, I think, at this stage. And lo and behold, he's been li- he's been linked today. Maybe somebody's just been listening to you, Neil.
1: Look, would not be the first time. Uh, but yeah, check the Courier. I didn't see he was linked. I saw he was linked to the move to the Premier League. But uh, it it seems like Lance have named our price at twenty million euros. And look, Paddy Paddy said he got guarantor on me taking out a loan uh, for the twenty million myself <laughs> because I think I think it's only right I should buy him and decide what club he goes to because uh, I've probably done more for rising his stock <laughs> with all my talking shite about him. But uh, no, he's a, great, he's a very, very good player. He could just as easily come to the Premier League and flop, but it looks like he's Premier League is going to be his destination. And and, and for me, I think Aston Villa really should be in there for him. Uh, can play eight, can play six seamlessly. Same with Boubacar, Kamara can play six, can play, can play uh, centre-half uh, seamlessly. Gives us a lot of options, a lot of flexibility there in the middle midfield. Two of the younger players, two younger players that are 20, I think 20 and 21, will really set us up for a good while. And like, let's be honest to ourselves as well, probably set us up for two or three years until one of the big, big, big teams come in and, and try and swipe them. But that's probably what Villa need to do um, if they are going to spend mo- big money on wages. Find somebody, somebody that's a free transfer like Gubicard Kamara and go in and just give him the bag. And uh, let his value rise, rise through the roof then, because if you sign him to a five year contract on 100 million or 100 grand a week, you know, he may not see out that five, a five year contract. Um, but like you're definitely going to get 20, 30 million for him if you sell him um you know within a year or two years you know so free transfers a lot of the bigger teams are doing it with older players at the moment see Paris Saint-Germain signing uh, likes to Sergio Ramos and all those I think Aston Villa could really capitalize in that market in the in the younger market because I think as transfer fees go up and uh as transfer fees keep on going up and as some clubs kind of struggle to um the struggle, the struggle to stay afloat. Really, I suppose some players are going to say, "Right, I don't really care for the club I'm with at the moment. I'm running down my contract, and I'm going on a free transfer, so I can choose who I go to, so I don't get sold to a pub." And uh, I think we might see more and more free transfers uh, as as the next few years go on, whether it be from middle aged players, older players, or younger players. So that's uh, yeah. one for conversation uh, for another day. But um, anyway. That's beside the point. It's been a busy couple of hours. Busy couple of hours today. Those those league shirts, though, they they left me um they left me uh they left me underwhelmed.
0: Under, <laughs> yeah, underwhelmed.
1: I think yeah, yeah. I think underwhelmed. You know yeah. um I'd like to get uh we must, we must get Mark back on and 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 get his uh get his views on those. Uh, that would be nice. Um, he was a great great chat last time the Villa released their released their kit. So I give him a shout. Yeah. To see what he come on. And see what he thinks of those. Uh, because it would be interesting. Um, you're right, Paddy. Andy Murray is a shareholder in the Castore group uh, as well. The Breham, uh, Behan, B-E-A-H-O-N. Uh, two brothers founded it in 2015, so they're only on the go six years. They'll be on the go seven years the 6th of July. Maybe if you were thinking about when are they going to announce what the actual shirt is going to be, maybe it coincides with their seventh birthday. I don't know whether Aston Villa would, would accommodate that. But... Um, we're all here for the speculation because literally we've done nothing but talk about speculation for the first eleven <laughs> minutes and thirty seconds now on the podcast. Um, so let's get out of um, uh, let's get out of uh, out of speculation land and let's talk about uh, actuality. And I suppose really we're here to talk about Liverpool. Um, once again, another segue from Philippe Coutinho into talk about Liverpool. Um, I know Liverpool didn't really click into full gear or they weren't allowed to click into full gear against Spurs. I didn't see it myself, the Spurs game. All I saw was uh, how disappointed Klapp was um, after the game and um, some of his comments um, after the game about how Kante uh, set up the team. Paddy, talk to me. Did you see any of that game at the weekend, uh, Spurs? Um, and I
0: saw team? about half an hour of the game because I was travelling back from Dublin after the rugby, so I didn't get back until uh, until the second half it kicked off yes Neil you do love silly season as Eric says <laughs> and it difference. is silly season and long long may it continue because there'll be a load of uh, solo podcasts coming out from Neil over the next few weeks um, uh, people yeah no, can for it they, play, they played spores spores are a good side. Um, they they're, they're on a roll. They went one nil up, and when they went one nil up, you knew it was going to be difficult for Liverpool. Um, and it's really put a spanner in their season. And
1: hopefully, we can do the same thing tomorrow. Uh, yeah, but I uh, it takes some effort for our team in particular. I suppose, really, actually, do you know what? Maybe I'm understanding the team as well because when we've been really caught this year, it's just because we've we've gone out to play our brand of football sorry what we thought our brand of football was when we woke up that morning Ooh. um because we were still searching for <laughs> searching for a brand of football um like bar the spurs game have we really been opened up this season at all we haven't like we haven't really been opened up and just handed um ourselves on a platter we really we really haven't and and even at that the Spurs did it over maybe a 20 minute period you know we were we were good for Maybe a thirty-minute period in the game. They were good for a twenty-minute period. They scored four goals. We scored none, you know. So we, de- we
0: definitely haven't we haven't been opened up like that other, other than Spurs yeah. under Gerrard. You could say that ten minutes against Wolves, where we were actually handed our arse, was probably the worst of, of the season. But it's a. Uh, it, I I expect um, a very tight back four tomorrow, I, I, like like what we did against Leicester when we had Ashley Young back there. I don't see. Us going when you said actually young.
1: young back there,
0: Petty <laughs> and, and in fairness, that was his best game of the season. So yeah, it was. It was. Uh, he did the job we asked him to do. Whether Luca Dean can actually stay at home, I don't know. I've never actually seen him not attack. So I, I think that's where the game is going to be. Uh, I think that's the difference between us losing the game and us losing the game heavily is whether we get the defensive structure right. And we get the defensive midfield structure right. So I, I envisage we'll probably start with Nakamba. That's what I expect. I expect that he's been he's been just nurtured back for this one. It's either going be Chambers or Nakamba in front of that back four, and I expect him to let the likes of McGinn. The, uh, whoever else is, uh, Douglas Luiz, uh, either Coutinho or Buendia and then Ings Watkins whatever, whatever format he decides tomorrow to go with, whether it be two up top or two tens, I'm, I'm leaning towards it, will be two tens but uh, I, I, I think the most important thing tomorrow is get the defensive structure right and to stop the likes of Alexander Arnold and Robertson or whoever it could be, Timikis is that his name? Timikis Timicus, yeah. So, uh, look, we've, we've got to stop them attacking down the wings. I think if you choke them down the wings, we, we congest that midfield for them and then make it harder to break us down. But they will get, they will get their obligatory penalty. I'm sure. So, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not overly hopeful of what will happen tomorrow. The Premier, mean, the Premier League need this title race to go down to the wire, and I can't imagine we're going to do anything to stop that tomorrow.
1: Did I? Did I imagine it or did I see a statistic where Liverpool haven't won a penalty in ages? <laughs> we haven't won a penalty in ages, or you know, making up words yeah. never done on the fly here. But, uh, um, yeah, interesting. I, don't, interesting. I don't, I don't recall Liverpool having any, uh, yeah, West Ham at home, yeah, West Ham, uh, yeah. As the, the day after my child was born, I had other things in my mind than really caring how many we, mm-hmm. we 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 last by night. But I did watch it in the maternity ward. Uh, I was the only bloke inside there watching it, and uh, yeah, I, to, I Neil, a guy, a guy messages
0: me today while 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 I remember this. I know we put comments up on screens, but he was complaining that he walks his dog and he doesn't actually know what's on screen, and he feels like he's missing oh, something. Oh yeah, so we, sorry. We, we yeah. should read out the comments in full. <laughs> Tom so them at home,
1: we were torn <laughs> apart. And yeah, we were definitely torn apart against West yeah. Ham at home. Yeah, it was it was wasn't wasn't the nicest game to watch, uh, in fairness. Um But um, I I think when we when we look at like I think if we're gonna look at this Liverpool game, I think there's gonna be goals in it tomorrow, and you know, you can't really get away from it. Like Liverpool score two points, like like I'm not a betting man that much, but over 2.5 goals just seems like it's it's a license to print money in liverpool games usually you know because they usually win games like 2-1 or they usually score two goals themselves you know and then it's up to the other team score goals so like it's 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 uh for me it seems like that's going to probably happen at the weekend as well and you know i'd be fearful that we could lose something like 3-1 at the weekend uh even though we're in a, decent issue on a form beating two teams we should have beaten and drawn against Leicester who are no great checks themselves at the moment, mm-hmm. What with Everton going and getting a result at uh, the, the, the King power. But, um, yeah, I, I just, uh, and I wouldn't be too bothered really if we went out and, and, and we lost three, one as long as uh, something along those lines, as long as we could see some sort of shape and some sort of discipline. Um, I know it might sound defeatist and I'm normally sunshine rainbows and, and unicorns and everything else. But I think you've got to be pragna- pragmatic, about this one. It's coming two days or it's coming three days a- after our last game. Um, we don't like we'd love to win it. I know Jared would love to win it. He doesn't want to be humiliated. But, you know, realistically, Crystal Palace and Burnley are the two that we should be earmarking. Yep. And then look to spoil the party and look to make a name for ourselves at the end of the year um, against City. So, if we're really kind of like, should we go out and and absolutely empty the tanks against Liverpool tomorrow, like what real what real incentive do we have other than the integrity of the Premier League go out and empty the tank empty the tanks tomorrow other and also to the fans because there's going to be fans in Villa Park tomorrow who are paying good money, and I suppose that's as good an incentive as anything else.
0: That is the most important thing. The mo- most mm.
1: important thing is those guys that have paid up to 60
0: quid or whatever it is for the, yeah, the, agree, the yeah. ticket tomorrow. It's absolutely bonkers. So if, if you're going to put up the prices, we have to up the game. So yes, the fans are all the performance. So forget everything else about integrity or anything else. It's all about the fans. And that'll, that's always the way it will be for me.
1: Yeah, and, and that is a good point. You know, and that's why that's why Kevin said it afterwards. Like it's mm. uh, there's gonna be a lot of people there that have probably earmarked this one out from four or five weeks. And uh and you know, even though football is a business, you'd have no business if you don't have fans coming. And uh, you know, next year it's gonna cost them more to go and watch this game. Um, with ticket price increases and stuff like that. So mm. uh, you know, you gotta look after the man that pays through the turnstile.
0: Quick one there, Neil. Uh bald, the Villain, have we officially announced Castore yet? No, we haven't. Obviously, this is all hearsay, but there's no smoke without no fire. This has been going on for, I think we've been told it was Castori for the last five or six months. So there's definitely something going on there.
1: No smoke without fire, as they say. Um, yeah, yeah and, and look, if it is, it is, you know, um, if, if, if it is, it is. I just hope they make a nice kit. But <laughs> do you know what? Maybe one for the portly gentlemen. As well, so that not like there's nothing. You might you might be a five XL, but having to go and like <laughs> having to order a six or seven XL just because they like to make him too too tight a fit. No. You know, there's no need to kick him out when he's down. So, yeah. um, so like you know, true to size fits. That's all we want. True to size fits for the first part. And I don't think we're going
0: to get that either because. Uh, I was at Celtic and Rangers a couple of weeks ago and every Rangers fan I saw that was, <laughs> the short was painted onto him as was um, when we fly over on day trips there's lots of Wolves fans that come in from mm. Ireland usually a little bit older generation than me even, and uh, that that Castore short is painted onto them as well so don't hold any hope in, in uh, not being stuck to me like this Kappa one is that I'm wearing at the moment which uh, I only wear for a podcast because I wouldn't show anybody what, what it shows from, from here down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's X rated. Yeah, use, use tape, Patty, use tape yeah. to cover up. Um, <laughs> but going back to the game, I suppose the weekend and you touched on it a small bit, back, the weekend tomorrow night. Um, you touched, I'm in holiday mode. That's why I think it's the weekend because I'm, I'm away for the rest of the week. Um, <laughs> What do you think the, the light, light land is going to be tomorrow, Paddy, with regards to, I suppose, set-up and so on? We t- you touched on it briefly, and I know you were talking about this, that and the other there, and about how we could stop them, stop them from going on the wings. But nail your colours to the mask with the actual personnel you think you'll go with.
0: Okay, well, it'll be, it'll be Cash, Konza, Mings, Dean, and goal, obviously. Um, I'm going to go with Nakamba in that hold and roll. Uh, I'm going to go Luisa McGinn, uh, Coutinho and Buendia and Watkins up front. That's that's not what I would go with. I think that's what he will go with. The The changes I would make would be that I would leave Chambers in there and because, as you say, we've nothing to play for here. If, if he wants Nakamba back in, leave it till next week. Um, I'd leave Chambers in there Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. The work rate that you get from Danny Ings would equal playing two tens for me. And, and how, how far did he drops to pick up the ball would equal playing two tens for me. So for that reason, I would go with the two up top. So I've just confused
1: <laughs> you. <laughs> no, you haven't. No, you haven't. Because Dean, Dean is on something here. He is, yeah, and absolutely. He's on something here. Against Norwich for a, quite a lot of the first half. And
0: we'll just read out what, what, the, what Dean said, Neil. The, the, De- De- De-
1: Jarn, Dean said that uh, play a 4-2-3-1. Mm-hmm. And uh, for, the, for a lot of the first half against Norwich, we set up with a very rigid 4-2-3-1 with uh, young Tim and McGinn back there in, in that position. Jacob Ramsey was central with Coutinho on one side of him and Leon Bailey the other side. Now, I know that was probably to get the best out of Bailey, but you can't, like Coutinho, Coutinho made a living for Liverpool coming in off the left wing. Buendia made a living from Norwich coming in off the right wing. We've been screaming from again in the 10 position. So who's mm-hmm. to say that Nakamba and Chambers couldn't mullock their way to 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 uh, start them back there, the two of them um, in uh, defense, two defensive midfielder roles? I think it would be harsh on Douglas Luiz to drop him. I think he had a fine game the last day. Um, but I think that once again, I've said it. I think la- I genuinely believe the last three or four games that we've played, Gerard has had a bit of experimentation and a bit of tinkering in him, and um, with regards to what way he set up the team and taking and taking people out of the team and change things up mid game, and I think that he's kind of he's done that deliberately to see what we have. Is it a wise situation doing it against the Liverpool team that could could really rack up a big score on you, and and maybe deaden the last three weeks that we've had. I don't know, but. Anything is possible, you know, anything is possible. Mm -hmm. But I I probably don't see it as Nakamba's return, just like Karma Baby says here, Karma Baby says, I can't see this game being Nakamba's return. Uh, He won't be up to the pace of this one. And the only reason I think it might be is that Nakamba, probably probably Nakamba's best game before he got injured was against Liverpool. And he played really well there, Um, you know, before he did get injured and then he went off. I think that was the game he got injured in, if I'm not mistaken. Um and he yeah, he went off at fifty seven minutes and he was playing really, really well. Um, you know, and he'd been in the team and he'd been playing brilliantly mm-hmm. the, the the weeks previously. So maybe maybe he does play in a camba, maybe he doesn't. But uh I think the four two three one might even be on the table if you had a Douglas Lewis and a um and and a Callum Chambers access back there because Douglas Lewis's passing is, is still really good from that pivot position. So um yeah, it'd be interesting. Be interesting. Once again, yeah. I think that's one thing that Stephen Jarrett has brought is even though the team is named, you really do need to see the first five, ten minutes to know how we've actually set up. That's a plus, no minus. But yeah. when you like genuinely, uh, when when a team is like that, when he's gotten to lose coming in midway through the season, he can experiment with stuff like that and try and nail down what he has.
0: Yeah, and the reason I've highlighted this comment, uh, Balge again says, "I rewatched Burnley and I thought Chambers was pretty ropey in the first half." Um. Me being Callum Chambers' number one fan, I totally agree with you. Uh, I thought it took him a while to get into it, but bear in mind that he hasn't played there in many, many years. So we have to give him the benefit of the doubt and 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 let him go with it if that's what he feels is the best way to go. And um, and I do. The more I think about it, I think Dean might be onto something. The fact that we played two CDMs there, I think that could be
1: what we use to shore up that defense. Callum Chambers was like an octopus. At times in there he was the handsiest player i've ever seen that far like genuinely every time someone ran at him it was like you know the way you see players putting their hands all over people at corners like he was doing that 30 yards out from goal he was as handsy i don't know what he was told to do that already he was terrified of pace uh there weren't too many pacy people running at him there but uh ashley barnes was dropping deep and maybe you just need to get a hand in him to Stopping from bulldozing pasture or whatever, but uh, it would be interesting to see how he would deal with you know whoever Liverpool put out there because I, I think this could be a game whereby Liverpool could like they started, they they um they started Alex Oxley Chamberlain in the 10 in the the, the the uh nine position against us as a false nine mm. uh, the yeah. last day. So I uh, Alex Oxley Chamberlain. I don't know if he's still injured or whatever, but they could spring a surprise like that. I think probably they give Mane or Salah uh, uh, the night off, and maybe they they start Diego Jota. <laughs> like they're just they're just blessed with riches up there. Maybe Firmino makes a return. He's been out for a couple of weeks. you yeah. know. I think um, I think I think
0: they said today is is it's too
1: early for him. So we it? won't see, we won't see him. Thank God. I'd be very surprised if we didn't see maybe Henderson and Thiago in midfield for them. They like to play. Like I go so far as to say Tiago has nearly played last ever since he's joined Liverpool. He's probably nearly played every game against us, because yeah. um, uh, he I think there was one game where he had like more passes in the first half or something, something ridiculous than the whole Villa team put together or something. Um, he's, he's a ridiculous talent, but uh, I think if they're going to make any changes, I think it will be in and around there. And, and I'd say that they'll probably drop one of our front three and uh, and and make a little change there too. be interesting. Um, but as, as Rob says here, Rob Henry says, this is a must-win for Liverpool. Expect a tough lesson. And You know, you have to be kind of pragmatic with that. That's why yeah. I'm not here with my, my sunshine and rainbows and, and, and sparkly unicorns and that everything will be all right because, like, they're, they're a scorned cat at the moment and they need to win. They need to win. That draw has put them on the back foot, big style, and, and they need to win and hope that Man City yeah. get a result.
0: Um Cloudy with a chance of UFO says, I think Gerard is going to do his best to let Liverpool win this one. Keep the scouters in the title race and all that. I have to completely disagree with you. Um I think it goes out the window when, when it comes down to earning your, your, your few quid. This is the biggest game. You know, the biggest game of the week in many ways. Uh, all the eyes of the world are on this game tomorrow night. Steven Gerrard does not want to go out and lose this game tomorrow night. He wants to show that he is totally invested in Aston Villa, and so he said in, the, in his uh, in his press conference today. So I think I would be very upset if we went out and lay down for these guys tomorrow.
1: Um, I'm agree. I agree. I don't think we will go out and lay down for them, but I think that they're. Uh, I think that you know they're going to play their game, and it's going to be up up to us to stop them and any sane person would have to believe that they're going to score at least one goal. And I just don't know if we can score enough goals to win this game. You know, we might go mm. up, we might win seven two. Who knows? Like how many times are we going to play Liverpool between like we haven't beaten them since they've beaten us last three times on the trot. Yeah. You know, so the seven two is it's great to talk about every so often and bring it up because it's such an, an anomalous result. But uh it's not going to happen again. You know, it's not going to happen to it's not going to happen tomorrow night. I think I go so far as debating betting my bottom dollar on that that it's not going to happen tomorrow night. But we we could spring a surprise. We could draw. Um, I think, but you know, Liverpool. I think are going to score goals, and we're going to need to match them. And we're going to need to like once again, Paddy. We're we're in the territory where I'm nearly going to say next time Villa score from a score from a, a set piece, I'm going to sing live in the podcast again because I can't remember. I can't remember when we last scored from a set piece. I, I'm sure we probably have recently, but I can't remember the last time. What song is it this time, Nev? Don't know we'll we'll make it up as we go along <laughs> i'm nearly i said i'm nearly at that territory again i'm nearly Oh at you that said it again. now you have to do it if i if i'm not mistaken it was last game of the season as well last year it was, we, it was I, had yeah. to, I had to oil up the pipes again um <laughs> what's the story paddy there is a there was a comment here about which i thought was an interesting one for you um it's from leighton Eaton Castle says, lads, which of the transfer rumours that you've heard so far do you not want? Do you want not to be true, but think might actually happen? Jesse Lingard is mine, and Jesse Lingard is also mine. I just don't see it. I've never seen it. I just don't get it. Streaky player. I think we need better than streaky players at the moment, um, because like our player, like if you want streaky player, keep Bertrand Traore. That's my mm-hmm. view on it. Um, I just think yeah. if you're going to I just, I just, I'd be, it'd be kind of like the jerseys. I'd be a bit underwhelmed.
0: Yeah, I well, I, I that's one I definitely can't see happening. I and mean, when I looked at it, and I laughed. Um, not, not, not to comment. I laughed in general when I saw the, the reports about it. I think the one that I don't want to happen is probably going to happen, and that's Luis Suarez. So, anyway, <laughs> we'll come back to that in another day.
1: Yeah uh i've done a podcast on luis suarez and what he potentially could bring uh, you can find it on youtube if you if you mm. go back to the videos um a 35 soon to be 36 year old luis suarez yeah it will be a stopgap um but yeah i still think he could be an exciting stopgap i think he could score the goals that we don't score at the moment put it that way but look that's for a completely completely different podcast a completely different podcast anyway um I had something else there or else popped into my undersized brain there a moment ago that I wanted to chat about and I can't quite think of it again. Um oh yeah is is it a foregone conclusion paddy the contest starts? Um yes I think so. I I don't think he'll change that at this stage. Right. You no. Know? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, like he wasn't no he wasn't much great checks again at the weekend. And we're not piling in on Kanza. He's he's here for for me, he's here next season. Unless a whopper of an offer comes in that we can't refuse. Because as I have said, there's gonna be an offer comes in for somebody this year that we can't refuse because we do need to recoup money. Um and I think Kanza could be the one that maybe a team might spot him twenty-four years of age if I'm not mistaken. Um and they might offer maybe a small bit over market value for him. Um mm. As of his potential, and maybe we do accept it. But if I'm if I'm there, and, like I'm not going to be actively shopping. Kinds of no way, no how. Absolutely no way, no how. I think he's no, fantastic there And and let's you know, be
0: fair. He he's been a mainstay in that team now for what three years, four years, three years, yeah. definitely. Yeah. He's going to have a blip. Everyone has a blip. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't begrudge him to keep him in there. Um. You know, we saw. We saw Callum Chambers come in and have a decent game there and then bombed out straight away. He just he just gave uh Conza a rest by all accounts. That's the way it looked anyway. So uh yeah, I wanted Callum Chambers to stay in there, but I'm I'm perfectly okay with Ezri Konza. He's been he's been immense for us since since he signed, and I am not I'm not gonna go in on him over a couple of mistakes. He's absolutely fine for me.
1: Um if we only do go one up top, Paddy. Is there it, is it a foregone conclusion it's Watkins?
0: I think so, yeah. I think if it's one up top, I think he trusts Watkins to do the work of two people when when needed. Yeah. Um. But as I said, I'd prefer to see it as two and have dropped drop that a little bit deeper.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think the same because I think it'll just be a case of, Ali, go out there and run yourself, you mm-hmm. know, make yourself two inches shorter because you'll run your legs into nubs and then we'll take you off. And then we we'll bring on Danny Ings, and then tell Danny to do exactly the same, because uh, it, the high press will be a one-man high press. Even if we do have two tens, I think it'll be one-man high press. And uh, if if any if we've any Irish listeners or any Irish watch- watchers watching in, and you want to go and dig out, me, was it uh, Ireland, Mexico, nineteen ninety four, Tommy, Tommy Coyne. The, yeah, Jack Charlton very <laughs> nearly got done for by the International Charter of Human Rights against Tommy Coyne. The, the <laughs> absolute flogging he put that man through in that heat was just cruel. Tommy Coyne forever, forever in our hearts as an absolute legend of the Irish game. Because what he did that day, you wouldn't, you wouldn't wish <laughs> it in your worst. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have the fitness
0: that the modern day striker has now to do it either.
1: No. Absolutely, he did not. Absolutely not. Um, uh, I had another thing there. Oh, geez, my mind has gone to mush, mush, my mind is mushier than normal. Um, but, but where else? Oh, yeah, so Aaron said here Aaron army says uh, he thinks that house will go. There was uh, a an athletic article, I think, recently, or Greg Evans might have said it that uh, Courtney House was uh, it was lined up for him to go to Watford in January, in which, January, yeah, interesting because. He only signed a new contract in like the start of December. I, probably it was it was a case of sign new contract. We get you, just just don't go for nothing essentially, and, and get yeah. us a transfer fee, and, and then we let you go. But it never it never uh, materialised in January, and, and I do think he will be off. Um, yeah. come this year. And in fairness,
0: uh, I think that was a loan deal, was it to Watford? If memory serves me yeah. correct.
1: Yeah, I think it was get, so get him out there, get get some. That get some could minutes that could have been, been a
0: like. case of 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 Gerard going. You you get out there, we'll watch you. We'll keep a close eye on you. We'll send someone to every game, and we'll see how
1: you are for for preseason next year. I think as well, Paddy. <laughs> it could also it could also tie in with the fact that like we were linked with defenders in January, you know. Like yeah, what's yeah. what, what's now playing the sky? We were linked with Paul Torres Probably playing the sky in January as well, but it's definitely playing the sky now after they're in the Premier League. They're in the, the Champions League. Not a hope in hell. Um, not a hope in hell. Uh, <laughs> they're selling clubs though. Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, but there's there's yeah. buying clubs with a bit more power than us, petty. You know, you, know, you, you know what their nickname is? The yellow submarine. You know why they're called that? Because they wear
0: yellow. Because <laughs> they wear yellow and then they come to the top, yeah. and then they sell the players and they go back down and then they build they up, 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 the up, up again. And that's where the nickname comes from. So I, I would i have absolutely no qualms about linking us with someone from Villarreal because they're definitely a selling club.
1: Yeah, and I suppose you can really see it with the team that they have at the moment. As I say, it's like it's like Premier League 2010, 2012 and twelve retirement home. Um Etting Capo, Francis Cockle, and you know, but yeah. they, see, this is the thing, and this is the beauty of it. So I'm going to go off on a tiny, small bit of a rant here that we're coming up to city season, city season I absolutely love. And what happens is people get, they, they get these, they get their claws in, they begin to love players. Yes, I love Czech the Courier. I'm going to say I'm a massive hypocrite here. But people start loving players. Like Basuma Pizu, is going to, be, um, going to be the player I'm going to reference here with regards to this one. And any of the new things that I've got coming out, I'm using him as my datum point, so he's going to be the midfielder that I'm going to be uh, putting all the rest of the midfielders up against, himself and Douglas Louise that we're going to be signing but I think a lot of people, specifically in January, it was like, if we don't sign Basuma, I don't want to sign anyone else, and that to me is the wrong way of thinking, you know, when you look at teams like, like Villarreal, you can't imagine any of their fans were too you know, they weren't you know swinging out of the rafters about Etienne Capoue and, uh, and Francis Coughlin coming in there you know, but you can make it work, the right player mightn't be the player that everybody wants. It mightn't be the best player at another team. The right player is the right player for that system. And, that, and there's always another player that can play that system. There's always another player that can play that position. There's always another player who can do that job for the team. And that's where the recruitment comes in, is finding that right player as opposed to finding a player who's doing a really good job at another club. That's been my TED Talk. Thank you so much for listening because I'm going to be reiterating that a bazillion and one times over the course of the next three months, uh, specifically during the off season. Um, ah, yes. Thanks very go. much for joining us, Adil. Thank you. Liverpool 5 nil. This video is pointless. Your comment is pointless because we've been talking about Liverpool are most likely going to beat Villa anyway. All the best, Adil. Have a great <laughs> evening. Yeah. Yeah. Tomato. May say. Good luck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I think that's really going to do it. Let's finish on a high note. Let's finish on a bit of aggression, a bit of passive aggression, especially when the limerick came out with me there. Uh, let's finish on a bit of passive aggression there with, uh, with, with my man. No, all opposing fans more than welcome. We will bar back at times, but we love you all and thanks so much. For watching and for listening, and thanks so much to everybody else for watching and for listening. We really appreciate everything you do for the podcast. We really appreciate you, uh, listening and watching. We may not be here with a teach team sheet tantrum tomorrow. I will be all over the socials to let you guys know whether we will or whether we won't be. Reason being, is I'm traveling tomorrow, and um, I hope to be where I'm supposed to be tomorrow for my sejour away. And I hope to um, I hope to be able to set up. It's really just about being able to try and find some place that I can I can pop down the laptop and to do a podcast tomorrow. Space might be at a premium. Um, I do hope to be with you um, for the Team Sheet Tantrum uh, in association with the Villa View and with Boohoo Man, um, both on our channel and with the Villa View. But either way, I will find somewhere to do a post-match reaction pod with patty after the game tomorrow, win, lose or draw. And, um, as I say, I let you guys know, guys, the team sheet. Tantrum, who who knows? I might have platform.
0: to, I might have to open the can on a Tuesday night.
1: <laughs> oh, that would be great. That would be great. I'd probably be watching it in a pub. So I better, I, I I've just promised to do in a post-match one. So I'm kind of half nearly what we don't, win know, because I'd be, I've learned my lesson from doing drunk, drunk rants in the internet recently. So, uh, <laughs> anyway we're divulging we're digressing 41 minutes into it on a monday night um and it's just coming up to bedtime but thanks everyone so much everybody for watching and for listening as i say if you could just give it a thumbs up here on the video really really appreciate it also please uh, check out our audio podcast as well even if you download it and listen to the first five minutes of it it really helps us out it really digs us out and it really gives us uh um it, it really helps the podcast and costs you nothing to do so so thanks so much everybody we will be back at some stage keep an eye out on the socials tomorrow and we'll let you know whether we're doing a team sheet tantrum if not we will try and get something together for a post-match reaction pod but uh really appreciate everything Probably mightn't be swinging after afters with a win tomorrow, but you never know. The reason it is played on, on it's not played on paper and it's played on grass is because anything could happen, and that is the magic of the Premier League. So with that, we're going to leave you go. And all that's left to say is up the Villa, up the Villa.